0: Undid All Podcast with your hosts Lucian Nutter and Brad Stone. Welcome, welcome, welcome! It's the draft recap special. As always, I'm your host Lucian Nutter, and joining me, like always. Is Brad Stone. Brad how you doing?
1: Lucian Theodore Nodder, how you doing my man?
0: Doing well doing well glad the draft is done but kind of sad.
1: You know some would say it's the best day in fantasy um, you know as this is the only league on the planet if you're not one of the 14 members and not in practice, <coughs> I just feel bad for you.
0: And as you guys can hear we have a special guest currently doing something very noisy it's mr paul mcgovern paul how you doing
2: i'm great i uh i'm actually still just kind of recovering from uh sunday night and then uh, took me a couple days but i'm starting to feel a little better i'm starting to feel a little more alive and uh you know i i just got finished roster baiting so that's what you might have been hearing
0: oh very nice yeah i hear uh some people got some bruises mostly uh joe and hogan i don't know what they were doing but um Hope everyone stayed safe.
1: You know, I think the crown has to go to Joe. I hear he tore up uh, Huntington Beach, made it to the bars afterwards. You know what? When it's the send it draft, there ain't no rules.
0: Ain't no rules indeed. All right, guys. We finally have our teams for 2021. I just want to quickly go over how do you feel about your teams? How's it feel to have players on your team again after a long, long offseason?
2: Well, I'll start. I mean, I think uh, my team, I'm excited about it. I got a great one-two punch in Mahomes and Hill. But we'll talk about the draft later. I just overall, I love my team. I think I have a lot of heavy hitters on there. And I can't wait to just put some hurting on people. Uh, again, I think I'm going to roll with the coppers again. It seemed to work well for me last year with a first-round exit. So I hope that it can get me a little further this year. <laughs>
1: Very nice. What about I like you, that, Brad? Paul? You know, m- making the playoffs ain't nothing to scoff about. I respect it. Second ain't bad. Some would say. Some say third's better <coughs> than first. But you know, this is just my pontification. Great to have players back on my team, Lucian. Thank you for asking. We're flying five wide receivers. Listen, listen to what I got: DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, Amari Cooper. We're rocking with Henry Ruggs. We got T. Y. Hilton and Juju Smith-Schuster. Some. Many are saying I have the best wide receiver set in the league.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know about wishes. that, but I appreciate you breaking down your roster at the top of the show. Um, we do have a lot to get through today, but I really uh, quickly want to go over a newcomer to our league. Uh, Mark McWatters, is that his name? Um, what do you guys think of him? How do he fare at the draft? How's he going to fare this season? Brad, let's start with you.
1: You know, I thought he held up pretty well. Kept his composure, kept us cool. Kind of stayed over on the right side of the board for a while, but got a handful, made some solid picks. I don't think he's going to get last. I think we are finally going to break the curse of the toilet bowl. How about you, Paul? Um, yeah, I mean, I was
2: his, his low energy, but that's not against. I mean, when you're new to a league, you're fresh to a league. People, you know, you're trying to feel everyone out and trying to see exactly who's who. So maybe he, that was a strategy by him. Um, I would have liked to see him really bring out maybe, maybe take an extra shot or two, um, just like during the draft. Maybe get people going. Maybe uh, ch- do some shotguns. But um, I think his team's decent. He's a good guy as far as I've met him, and uh, I'm excited to see what he really brings to the leagues here. Hopefully, he doesn't get last like the other people that were new additions.
0: Awesome, guys. Okay, that brings us to our draft recra- uh, recap, not recap, although that might get a little bit crappy here in the end. We're talking about what was good, what was bad, and what was ugly with this year's draft. Let's start off with some of the good stuff. I made a few bullet points. I'm just going to read through them. Uh, feel free to uh, comment on whatever you think you want to comment on, and then if you want to add anything, just add it to it. Uh, but the first one, first and foremost for me always, is Robbie's Cheesy Potatoes. They're a hit. We love them, uh, and we we're happy that he brings them, even though he charges us $2 each for them. Uh, Brad, what do you think of them? What are you feeling? What are your thoughts?
1: The cheesy potatoes are like fall coming. You can feel football coming. You can feel the draft coming, and there better be those cheese potatoes. So thank you for that, Rob.
0: Uh, Paul, you seem to think there was not enough. Is that true? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I
2: think, I think – there's always just, there should be more cheese and potatoes. If there's a world where we could have two of those, three of those trays, that would be uh, fantastic. Uh, I, I love eating the cheese and potatoes. It seems like everyone else loves the cheesy potatoes. I saw people, uh, I'm not going to say any names, but I'll say Thomas was eating the cheese and potatoes with chips. So he was using the cheese and potatoes as a dip, which I hadn't seen in the past. And uh, I think we just, it's just more cheese and potatoes, more fun.
0: Well, we're all playing checkers, and and Thomas is just playing chess, I guess. Um, A few other good things I noticed in this draft. One, uh, Paul, you as the DJ with the walk-up songs, got to say, you were on point this year. As soon as people got up, those songs were playing. Really enjoyed that. Brad, what did you think about that?
1: Paul, just a little round of applause. I'll give you two sneezes for your performance. Loved it. (laughs)
2: Uh, means a lot. Means a lot. I uh, I cater that playlist to what everyone wants and to their needs. And I, I like that we extended it a little bit this year. I know previous years, Wes has been uh, our commission has been a little on top, or sorry, should I say, our dictator has been a little on top of us about like keeping the first round going. But he really was cool Paul, with us. Paul,
1: I'm sorry, it's our dear leader, our dear leader.
2: Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. my apologies. Yeah, I don't want to get uh, lashes again like last year uh but our dear leader um you know he, he normally likes to keep those first rounds short so i like that he was he this year who's who's uh willing and you know a little more open-minded to letting the songs play out
0: you love to see it uh, a couple other things i liked at the end of the night when things were getting a little crazy about uh, the girls busted out beer pong i really enjoyed that that was fun and of course i always enjoy bama joe drafting those uh bama players roll tide boys
2: Roll Tide. Roll Tide.
0: All right. Well, with the good, uh, well, did you guys have any other things you'd like to add to that before we move on?
1: Lucia, I don't know if it was good or bad, but we did order Del Taco Postmates, or Taco Bell, excuse me, and uh, had a little cheesy gordita crunch. You were having some uh, potato tacos. You know, life was good here.
0: They did screw up our order, though. That was kind of
1: disappointing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we could have used some more hot sauce. That's true
2: uh all right well let's just wait when when did you guys get talk when did you guys have taco bell
0: when we got home to brad's house of course
2: oh okay okay that sounds good that's good that could have happened at the draft we could all front but you know yeah it's okay it's okay and then that you mentioned the beer pong i didn't even see that beer that the girls brought that up out of nowhere i saw i I turned around i said it was beer pong i didn't know there was beer pong here
0: one of the many surprises you'll find at this end of draft. All right, guys, let's move on. Uh, there's always good stuff, but there's always bad stuff. And I have, I have my list for bad is a little bit bigger than good this year. Uh, I'm just going to read them through because we don't have much time. First of all, Nestor, you were late. You are holding up the draft. Uh, don't let it happen again. It's very disappointing. Uh, second, the cheap Kirkland booze uh, and doing whiskey shots. I mean, I feel like we're getting older. We're a little bit more sophisticated. We don't want to do shots of whiskey. You're supposed to enjoy whiskey. Third, there was no champions ceremony uh, what's up, guys? I feel like everything's been going downhill with the champions. Are you guys just not focusing enough on entertaining us, being the champs that you are? I feel like uh you're lacking in that area. Uh, another one was is it was super hot as hell there, and there was not much shade, and the girls wanted the misters off, and I'm like, man, I want those misters. It's so hot. Now,
1: I, I heard it was West that didn't want the misters, but you know, you could just you could just say that, but it definitely wasn't the girls. West for some reason was like, no misters. Maybe he was just trying to sweat us out. What? I, the misters were
2: money. I wish the misters had stayed on longer. Like, those things were great. And then they turned them off. So, yeah, you might be right. Maybe he was trying to fuck with their heads.
0: No, the girls were like, it's getting us wet over here. You don't understand. We're all wet. Because they were sitting in the shade. And Wes was like, no, leave them on. And they're like, they trumped him. They said no.
2: Well, I mean, that's not, not much of a leader right there. If he's going to let... The uh, the guest invitees dictate if the misses are on or off. Uh,
0: going back, Brad, to the no championship ter- uh, no champion ceremony. What's up with that, man? Can you answer us? Are you guys just phoning it in now, or what?
1: You know, COVID rules prevented us from uh, having a champion ceremony. Unfortunately, um, there was absolutely no champions only golf or champions only lunch. That absolutely did not occur. Um, so that's all I can say about that.
0: Well, all I can say is it looked like you guys were taking pictures of doing something together. And if you're spending that much time together before the draft, at least you can plan something for the rest of us. All I'm saying. You
1: know, it's like like Bob Ross said, there's just happy accidents. I
0: guess. I don't know. Uh, My last two bad things. Lack of hydrating drinks. I was very thirsty at the end. There was nothing. I was searching. Another thing for the grill master, Eric, kind of overcooked my vegan meat. Just going to put it out there. Very, very chewy. Uh, what were yeah, some of the all. bad things for you guys?
2: Um, I mean, you kind of hit a lot of the marks. Uh, I bring up something later on, so I don't want to bite my uh, bite my pizza a little too early before I spring it up later. But uh, yeah, the no championship ceremony was very disappointing. I was like, I knew you guys had been golfing. I knew I didn't know this, but I had heard rumors that there may have been a meetup, so I was really looking forward to the big. A ceremony after two years of no ceremony two years we need a championship ceremony all we get is just Wes saying oh we can't do it this year when everyone kind of knew that you guys had been spending time together so it's kind of shady it's kind of you know I, I don't know what's going on with the champions group but whatever it is I, I don't like it I don't think a lot of other guys like it and it needs hopefully it gets fixed next year
0: I'm just gonna say, if I ever win the title, I'm gonna make this championship ceremony the best you've ever seen. You can, I guarantee that. Okay, moving on, uh, we have a few of the ugly now. Uh, I don't think anything was uglier that night than seeing Petey just drunk off his ass. It was very, very disappointing to see. Uh, and I heard a rumor that he ended up passing out in Wes's couch, which is uh, not very cool. Do you guys hear about this?
1: I can't believe he didn't make it out to the bar with Joe. You know, I I figured he would have been roll tide roll and they would have been down at Sharky's having some uh, nachos with a, uh, you know, shark attack bowl, meeting some ladies. Who knows with those two?
0: Yeah, uh, very disappointing, Petey. Um, We're not going to let you live this down. Um, Some of the other things that bugged me in the ugly section uh, no one was really keeping time. I thought that was Kogan's job, but he's like, no, I'm the draft bitch, I'm not the draft manager. But with no one keeping time, I feel like we started uh, taking more and more time and things started lagging. Did you guys feel that at all?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that was evident. I, I don't know. I think if, if that was uh, – again, I, it might just be that the dear leader, in quotation marks, is kind of losing his grip on the lead because I, the draft definitely it didn't move slow, but it definitely wasn't – There was no pace to it. And, you know, it was just... Yeah, there was no timer, which was disappointing as well.
0: Um, Another bad thing, Brad and I both talked about this, but let's never draft on a Sunday again because a lot of us have to work on Monday and that was just really shitty. Uh, Brad has no follow-up, so I'll keep going. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) I I got you, I got you. Uh, I got to say... I was sorry. I was still recovering from Sunday. Um, If we're going to draft on Sunday, the shots got to go.
0: Yes, I agree with that.
2: Wow. Wait, so do you guys think there just shouldn't be any shots at all?
0: I actually didn't have a problem with the shots. Um, Once I got into it, it was fun. But uh, less, less is more now that we're getting older, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I was hurting. I'm not gonna lie. I was Monday Tuesday was rough.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of us had to fly on an airplane the next day. It's terrible. Uh, and the last thing, ugly, uh, Paul. I believe you promised us a draft, babe, to put up our selections. Someone in a bikini, maybe. Uh, that never manifested, and so I'm kind of disappointed in you for that, Paul. You have anything to say in your defense?
2: Well, I always. I bring it up in the sense that, um, you know, these things could happen. It just, we gotta, it's, we gotta pull stuff together. We gotta make it happen. And, you know, at the end of the day, obviously I know this is a podcast that's, we, it's, it's a closed knit podcast. So, you know, with some of the, um, the, our, our lovely, uh, beautiful wives and girlfriends, it doesn't always, it's not as convenient, uh, to do that, but that doesn't mean that it will never happen. It just, you know, uh, it didn't happen this time.
0: On that note, why do the wives and girlfriends have to come to the draft anyways?
2: Uh, I plead the fifth
0: Okay, fair enough um, Well with that, that's the draft recap uh, If you guys have nothing else to say We're going to move on to our next segment It's Brad's draft, uh-ohs When we talk about the most boneheaded mistakes and moves in the draft that night Let's start it off, Brad I want to hear your three uh-ohs of the night Take it away
1: My goodness, so we of course have to start with C.D. Lamb in the second round uh oh, yes. Next up, we just have Bama Joe. It just seemed like he was a roll tide roll. Kind of forgot that you can draft players that didn't go to Bama. So that is another. Uh-oh. And finally, we got Hogan. And I gotta sh- I gotta shout him out here. He got a case of the Beasles. <coughs> we all get it once a season. He got it in the draft. Watch out, guys. He's gonna spread that thing around. It is a pandemic, after all. And you do not want a case of the Beasles.
0: Always get vaccinated against the Beasles. That's all I have to say. Uh, Paul.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't what? don't tell me what to do. It's my life, man.
0: Hey, you were just talking about not getting the Beasles. I'm trying to support you.
1: Hey, hey.
0: All right. Just well. saying
1: that no mandate, no mandate. You know. All right. All right. Let's there get will
0: get, be no Beasle. mandate. Paul, then.
1: Paul, who you got in the O's? Um. Well. Yeah, it was
2: tough. I, there was a point in the draft where I forgot what was going on uh, because I was gotten pretty drunk. Uh, but I do remember the big uh-oh, in my opinion, even though I was involved in the uh-oh, was Hogan giving me all of his WAB for the eighth round pick. I think we bring it up later in a trade recap, but also just in general, I felt like this is, uh, you know, uh, uh, an error by Hogan. I love WAB. I think having WAB is important. I think having zero WAB at the start of the season really limits you uh on many cases so uh, i think that was a huge uh-oh for hogan and he needs to open up his eyes about the web issue that he has uh number uh then we have jonathan taylor at the 10th pick by mark a newbie i just didn't think it was a very good pick i don't think jonathan taylor was worth that pick i think there's guys that he could have gotten better you have heinz in the mix you have marlon Mack in the mix uh that are both healthy now so i jonathan taylor could just be like a third stringer and he just took him with the first round so, I could see that being a huge error for Mark. And then, lastly, I'd say there wasn't enough burgers. Uh, I know Brad and I had talked to Eric earlier in the week about making sure we had plenty of burgers. I know I think I was in the 12th round and I went to go get another burger and I was told they were gone a while ago. And uh, I don't understand that. I thought we spent like $300 on the food and I could only get one burger. Uh, something, something's wrong there.
0: I have a feeling that something Wes is, is, is laundering something some of this money. Enough.
1: Yeah, Lucian, I, I think you're onto something there, but our, I don't know that our dear leader would do it, but you know, I've, I have my suspicions about that minor guy.
0: I mean, Kirkland, whiskey, not enough burgers, where's this money going? I think we need to perform an audit.
2: Something, please.
0: All right, guys, well, I'll get into my draft, Uh uh-ohs. Mine have to pertain to the draft itself. And unfortunately, two of them have to do with Nestor. Uh, Nestor taking the Rams' defense in the seventh round. I mean, that's a bit of a reach for a defense, wouldn't you say? And then Nestor also taking Deshaun Watson. I mean, taking Deshaun Watson anywhere in the draft is a bad idea. That guy's not going to play at all this year. To me, that's a wasted pick. And lastly, it's Hogan taking Michael Thomas way too early. He should have been taken at the very, very end of the draft. He is out at least six weeks, more like twelve weeks. Uh, But who knows? Maybe he believes in that Jameis Winston to Michael Thomas connection.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, look. Yeah, looking at Hogan's draft, I mean, do you guys tell me? Do you think it just gives more credence to Nolan being the true champion? I mean, he he got rid of his Web. He drafted Jarvis Landry for the Web uh he has you know michael thomas way too high I, do you think there's any credence to to that argument still going
0: possibly um i think i might surprise you with my picks later on but uh yeah uh nolan definitely seemed to be the better drafter of the two what do you think brad
1: absolutely i have a lot of suspicions about hogan nolan meyer um are we sure that he was even there i mean that could have been Nolan dressed up as Hogan in a pink shirt. I'm just saying we got to ask the question.
0: These are the questions that need to be answered. Okay, guys, let's get into our next segment. It's the draft day trades. It was hot and heavy this draft day. Lots of trades being uh, being made, mostly with Wes. Um, honestly, I wasn't paying attention too much. Didn't know what was happening, so I just kind of like brief descriptions of what happened. Maybe you guys can fill me in if you have better memories. Uh, First up, we have Hogan. He gave up 200 WAB for Landry to Paul. Uh, I just put here, what a loser. Paul, what were your thoughts on this trade? Could you believe it happened?
2: Uh, No, I I mean, again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Having the most WAB in the league is an honor and it's it's a blessing. And it's something that I'm I'm proud to be the WAB king every year, year in and year out. And uh, for Hogan to give me this opportunity again for my eighth round pick, you know, I I couldn't have asked for anything more.
0: Excellent. Uh, Next up, we have Wes. As I mentioned before, he made a lot of trades this draft. Uh, Couldn't follow them all, but to be honest, every single one just seemed to be a sideways move to me. Was he really getting better or was he just getting different? Brad, any thoughts?
1: There's nothing wrong with being different. I support our dear leader. Paul?
2: Yeah, I I think, um, I think I never understand why well, I'm always so drunk at that point. I just hear people going, Wes's 18th pick is this guy's 12th pick. And then, and then it just happens. And I just, I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense.
0: You just accept it. It's very weird. He seems to pull things over on us. Uh, I think that's why he likes to get us drunk. Uh, Eric wanted to make sure that we mentioned his trade for Deontay, uh, Johnson. Um, I just would hear big whoop. Like who cares? trade for Deontay Johnson like that's whatever.
1: It's like hey cool man you want to see my high school yearbook like i mean just no one wants to see that stuff man.
0: Yeah, what Brad said. Uh and later lastly we have Miner who gave up a little bit of his wab 70 of it in a trade. Uh don't know who he traded for but his team still sucks so did it really get him anything Paul do you think so?
2: Um, no, I don't think so, but I know Miner was really in the mood to trade web. And I, I don't know if everyone knew about this, but Miner put on the table for me and maybe I should have taken it AJ Brown and all of his web before, um, Tyree Hill. And I still am like, should I have taken that? Cause I would have had 600 web. I don't
0: know. No, no. And I'll tell you later in another segment why you should not do that. I think you made the right decision.
1: <laughs> well, Paul, I don't know, man, if you can get more web, I would say that's the key. Like if you're not getting enough if you're not getting more wab, then why are you even playing fantasy?
0: Yeah, I think the title this year should be whoever has the most wab at the end of the year wins it all.
2: I love that. All
0: right guys, those are the draft day trades. Not too interesting, but we had to cover them for the league. Uh next up we're going to go over quickly our best drafts and worst drafts. Let's start off with our best drafts. I'll take it away first. Uh, for me, I think Eric had the best draft. You know, I hate to say it. The guy is, uh, he's a three-time champ. He likes to, uh, to let everyone know about it, but he really did make some good moves. Um, second, I had to pick myself. It was unconventional. I waited on running backs, took my tight end with the very last pick, but you know what? I think I've got some good depth. And my third pick is Hogan, believe it or not. I looked over his draft at the end and he made a lot of good moves, but it also made me question, was it really Hogan drafting? What was his brother there? Have we ever seen them both in the same room at the same time? I don't know. Um, but Brad, let's go on to you. Who were your top three drafts this year, 2021?
1: Hey, I'll keep it short and sweet. I got to go with Jason, number one. I mean, the guy just puts up every year, makes the playoffs. Sometimes he gets most points. Got to give it to him. Up next, I'm going to go with Miner, not because of who he drafted or anything, but the guy just partied, and I got to hand it to him. He was partying more harder than anybody, harder than Joe. Uh, so, you know, it seemed like he was having a good time, good draft. And, of course, I got to go with myself third. You know, we had some hits. We had some misses. I didn't know Steven Gaskowski was not even on a roster, but, uh, you know, still drafted him for some reason. Uh, but I've moved on, so I go with me. Paul, who you got?
2: Um, who, I don't know who's the most reverse of madness. I like their team a lot. Who's that? That would be me, Paul. Thank you very much. Are you okay. just sucking up yeah. to the podcast host? <laughs> no, I just, I couldn't really remember the draft. So I was going through the, but it. but it just has the team names. But so I think your team is actually really filled out nicely. I like your first, like your first, like four picks. I feel like you really, so you have a great receiving core. Uh, Jason, I remember at the draft looking at Jason's team being really like, damn, that's a good team. And he's so low-key and under the radar that, uh, uh, you know, he just kind of nails it year to year. And, uh, of course, you know, you got to put yourself in there. So, I think uh, my one-two punch of uh, Tyreek and Mahomes, that alone probably will carry me to the playoffs. So,
0: All right. Well, if we're all three right, then all three of us will be the top three teams in the league. So, here's looking forward to that. Uh, but let's move on to the worst drafts of the night. I will take it away again. For me, number one had to be Bama Joe. He stuck to his plan, only drafting Alabama players. But you know what? I looked at his team. It's not that bad, but still, it could be better. Uh, that's why, Bama Joe, I'm giving you the worst draft grade. Next up, we have the rookie, Mark. Mark picked up some great players, but he also picked up some head scratchers. Um, he looks weak at a few positions when a lot of teams look pretty strong at all positions. Uh, that's the only reason he made it on this list. And third, uh, was actually pretty tough because I like a lot of the teams this year. I had to pick Robbie just because I'm playing him first week and I want to put some bad juju on his team before we play. Uh, But, Brad, who were your picks for worst draft of the night?
1: I got to go number one, MARC. Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, Up next, I got to go Bama Joe. I love that he had this strategy of selecting only Bama players, but fantasy is a bigger game than uh, the state of Alabama. Finally, third, I got to go with Nestor. You know, just uh, some, some questionable picks there. I like the Kelsey one, but after that, bit of a disaster. Paul, who do you have?
2: Uh, thanks, Brad. I think uh, I'm going to go just because every year I'm a little disappointed in his draft just because uh, I don't think he's a very good manager, uh, Wes. I don't think his draft was not – smell. I could smell it from here. Is that bad. Uh, I think Eric's draft, um, you know, despite what Lucian said, I just didn't think it was a great draft. That's just my opinion and uh, Nestor I think I really rattled Nestor when I took Mahomes in the second round because I I have a feeling he was going for him and from there on out I just think uh, to Brad's point I think he just got you know I I don't think he's gonna have a very good season so Wes, Eric and Nestor I'm sorry guys get ready to fight for the toilet bowl
0: you know what you don't win your your league at your draft but you guys can sure lose it pretty easily I think I uh, uh uh fuck what's the word rattled Nestor as well. I took Butker in the 12th round and he just looked at me. He was just like swearing under his breath. He's like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, sorry, man. I want the best kicker.
1: I heard he killed a guy over a kicker once. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, Nestor,
0: if you're listening to this, you can have the kicker. Just don't kill me, please. Um, Let's move on to the Super Bowl predictions. We've seen the teams. We know they're going to change throughout the year, but if it was to end today, who would be in the Super Bowl? I'll start Uh, my, this, I have Wes versus myself, Wes, he's usually in the playoffs. He looks extra locked in this year. I think he was very disappointed about being so bad last year that he really wants it this year. Uh, got to pick myself every year. I think I'm going to do well every year I do all right, but then I hit the playoffs and I suck, but this year is going to be different because I'm self-aware of that. And now I'm going to change, I'm going to change the pattern and the cycle and I'm coming for you all. Me versus Wes in the Super Bowl. Brad, who do you have in your Super Bowl prediction?
1: This is going to be short and sweet. I got, are you kidding me? Thomas, the one, the only. I feel like, you know, ever since uh, he had his uh, medical issues there, the guy just seemed focused. Seems like he's been through some adversity and it sounds like he's going to be seeing me in the finals as I, of course, repeat.
2: The, yeah, those are great uh you know, I, I love both your teams, so I could see you guys in there, but unfortunately I think it's going to be myself and Eric. Uh, you know, he's a three time champ. Uh I think he wants his fourth, but I think if me and him got there, uh he'd be disappointed in his result because he would be a three time champ and one time uh second place person. And second
1: ain't bad, but uh my thing is Paul versus Eric. Some say second's better than first, but some say third's better than first. So who knows these days?
0: Three-time champ and a one-time chump. All right, guys. With every winner, there must be a loser. Let's get into our Toilet Bowl predictions. For me, there's only one clear choice. And I hate to say it, but Bama Joe, you're a nice guy, but you're a bad drafter. And this year, I think you're going to get in the Toilet Bowl. Brad, who do you have for your pick?
1: I got to go with meh. Hogan just seems like the guy embraces being the draft bitch seems like he almost wants it and you know what you do get a trophy to come in this place paul, wait who do you have
0: isn't meh p's nickname is it is it transferred to hogan now
1: it's officially hogan now we, we just got to focus on karen as karen but obviously, you know as it said on the draft board so obviously it's an official name but hogan is officially the meh team of the year
0: all
2: right paul who do you well, have for your toilet bowl well, I mean, you can't argue with Hogan. I mean, I think, honestly, Hogan is a great draft bitch, And I know he didn't really earn draft bitch the title last year. But he, he did so good. And honestly, from all remarks that I've heard from the, the our guests at the draft, their girlfriends and wives, um, they said that he was amazing with the his courteous nature and serving drinks. So we would be honored to have Hogan be the draft pitch every year. And I hope, you know, maybe that's the case. But I think this year it's going to be minor. And the reason I say that is because minor, I feel like every year, He's been on this high horse since he's won a couple years ago, and he does these crazy moves, these crazy trades that trades his whole team, and he barely gets there, and he's always in the mix. I think, I think that luck streak of doing these wild trades is going to come to an end, and I think he's going to, unfortunately, be in for a sad, a disappointing season after two years of you know being right in the mix for a title.
0: I could see that. Some do say that hubris will be his downfall. We'll just have to wait and see. All right, next up, we have a special segment just for Paul, the Wab King himself. It's the Wab King Club, because you know what? It's all about the Wab. All right, the current king is Paul. We've never seen this before. 400 Wab before the season has even started. Paul, how do you feel about being the king?
2: Well, yeah, we brought it up earlier, but again, guys, uh, it's an honor and a Uh, privilege to be able to always spend more than all of you each week on the most hottest available free agent available. Uh, So, you know, you guys won't have an opportunity to pick up whatever backup that you want to get. Any receiver that had a great Sunday, that guy that nails it in week three that no one's ever heard of. He'll be on my team. That guy in week seven, the uh, you know, the guy gets injured, the starter gets injured. The backup is coming up, but he's, he's on the, he's on the, no one even thought about him till week five he'll be gone because I have all the web and I don't explain I'm spending it as as crazy as did the previous years. I'm going to hold the web. I'm going to keep it safe. And, and like Brad said, it's all about the web. And, uh, I know I see Wes has 300 on this document right here, but, uh, I got to say 300, and 400, you know what I mean? Yeah. He
0: saw your 400 and he's like, damn, I got to get, I got to get in the game here. Um, a little bit of a copycat move I'd say, but, uh, With each king, you know there's going to be a clown. So let's talk about the WAB Clown Club. Coming in as the biggest clown is Hogan with zero WAB to start the season. Have we ever seen such a thing, such a pathetic, poor, useless thing as Meh Hogan's zero WAB? Brad?
1: You know, Lucian, I think you just hit the nail on the head right there. That's why he's the Meh team of the year. Just doesn't have any WAB. Just embarrassing. I mean... I If I were him, I just wouldn't even show my face and the group me. I wouldn't show my face on this podcast. You know, I, I just would kind of go in the corner and hide. I mean, if you don't have any WAB, why are you even playing fantasy?
0: Why indeed. Uh, we also have Minor with only 130 WAB. As Paul said before, he's taken some big risks. He doesn't seem to like WAB as much, uh, just like Hogan. Um, we'll see how it pays off. But Paul, as a WAB king, what do you think of these lowly serfs below you?
2: Uh, I just, you know, I just kind of take pity on them and I I feel bad that they won't be able to experience some of the excitement that we all get to experience week to week by spending the web.
0: All right. Well, those were your club members of the week. We'll get into those segments later on in the season. Next up, we have a special segment, it's the best new team names. Now many of, we've all drafted our team players, some of us like to keep our our original names, some of us like to change it up each year. We have a handful of teams having new names, let's go down the list and see which ones are good, which ones are not, and which ones are just kind of like, what are they thinking? First up, we have Eric, his new team name is Dr. Blackbeard. Uh, now I just have to first of all I'll say guys, We've seen the top of his head. It's not very black, but his beard is very, very black. Do you think he dyes his beard?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that, I don't know how that all works, honestly.
1: Know. You, know, you know what? I, I don't think I'd ever do this, but I'm gonna stand up for Eric. Sometimes we just need a little help, you know? Some of us put in a little touch of gray, some of us put in a little uh, you know, blackening. Uh you know what? I'm not gonna hate it. We're getting a little older. I think it's time just to embrace it, and I don't. uh, I don't hair shame. Yeah, I think Brad's right. It's like uh,
2: you know, it's we all kind of can see what we're seeing. So you know, you know, there's no reason to hair shame the guy. He's doing what he's doing. He's doing what he feels makes him look good. So,
0: not hair shaming. Just speculating. This is the news. We ask questions. That's how we get the answers. Uh, But what do you guys think about the team name?
1: I think it's good. No, it's not. It's not very original. I mean, he he does have a black beard, so <laughs> I mean, you know I could do better on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine. Like it's like whatever. I don't really think it's anything great, to be honest.
0: All right. Well, we got a meth team so far. Next up, we have Miner's new team, Chubble Dragon, who play on Double Dragon and using Chub his player. He likes to use Chubb a lot in his names. I think he's got something on the mind. But Brad. Paul, what do you think? Do you like it? Do you hate it?
1: All right, I guess I'll go. I, you know what? I love it. Uh, Chubble Dragon, I'm I'm sold. Anything that has to do with Chubby, Chubby or Chasers, you know, it's I've never heard anything that original before. Like <laughs> no one would ever come up with something about Chubb and, you know, chasing it or or supporting it. So. Just a plus for creativity. Well done, Miner.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's a unique name for sure, and I think anything, anytime you can add the chub in there, because uh, people love the chub. Uh, you gotta you gotta just like milk it, and I think Chubble Dragon is a unique name, and I think it's good.
0: All right, guys, sounds good. Next up, we have Jason Run CMC. It's a common name used in fantasy football leagues around the country. What do you guys think? Is this original? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Paul, let's start with you.
2: Um, I mean, again, it's one of those names. It's definitely better than uh, Dr. Blackbeard because I'd rather someone just do kind of a generic, you know, fantasy name than just like this random like, character. I think it's from a TV show. That's Eric, the reason Eric did Dr. Blackboard beard. But um, I think it's fine. Run CMC. It's a very common fantasy football name. So it's cool.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a first grader came up with it. It's just lazy fantasy (laughs) footballing, and I don't support it. I won't stand for that.
0: He would not stand for the generic names. All right, next up we have newcomer Mark. His name name is The Billdozers. Play on Bulldozers. His picture, I think it's from uh, King of the Hill. I have not heard this before. If I had, it's been a while. So uh, thoughts on this real fast, Brad.
1: I gotta say, King of the Hill, underrated show. Therefore, I support it. The Bill Dozers, welcome to the league.
2: Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think uh, does he is he like a Bills fan or maybe did you say it's from King of the Hill or something? But um, yeah, I think it's good. Bill Dozers, bulldozers, he's trying to run over teams. I like it. <laughs>
1: classic, classic, yeah.
0: definitely. All right, next up, we have myself thought long and hard about this one. You know me, I like to try it, be a little bit unique, be a little bit, uh, not so, um, not so exact with my puns, I guess you could say. Okay. Most adverse of madness. I'm on a Marvel kick. Um, thoughts guys, Brad.
1: I support it. Support the team name. Very strong, very original. And, uh, I can't wait to see that movie when, uh, whenever it comes out, by the way, Let's buy some more Disney stock, guys. Things going to boom. We're going to the moon. Paul? Uh,
2: yeah, I love I love Disney stock, and I think I love this name. So uh, the only thing is, May- will Mostert finish off the season? So if Mostert ends up being the third-string running back, will you continue to keep that name? I don't know. That's tough to say, but I think it's a good name.
0: Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he'll be the MVP this year. No one knows. Uh, by the way, Shang-Chi coming out this Friday in theaters, they are not a sponsor. Next up we have Thomas with a unique name uh, I Iuke kidding me for uh, Brandon Ayuk, um Brad what do you think of this name do you approve
1: I love it classic Thomas I think last year he was a uh, Kamarameha. this time we're going aen
0: love it Paul do you think this is better or worse than Kamarameha?
1: Uh, I think
2: it's I think it's better I think honestly they're both pretty good I, I like are you kidding me uh I think it's great yeah I mean I think Thomas usually has pretty original names that I, I don't see on any other fantasy uh, league so I give this it's probably one of the, my favorite uh new names
0: I agree next up we have Petey. and uh, I think it's safe to say it's probably the worst name of all the new names Lamb of goat um I'm I'm assuming this has to do with Tom Brady. The guy just cannot get over him. Everything in his life is about Tom Brady. You hate to see it, but uh, Paul, what are your thoughts on this name?
2: Uh, Lamb of God. I mean, maybe I was like, maybe he's like a. Isn't there like a metal band named Lamb of God? I, was, I thought that maybe he was a big fan of Lamb of God, but then I I didn't even think about the Tom Brady thing. I guess, of course, but I, it's kind of a weak name. Yeah, I don't really get it. I I think she she's plan on changing it.
0: Yeah, maybe because he got CD Lamb, who Brad hates. So I'm guessing Brad, you hate this name as well.
1: I just don't know who Petey is. I know a Karen. Is that who we're referring to?
0: Uh, yes, that's who I meant, Karen.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't know. Next, Robbie. Meh.
0: Robbie. Dak 9 tea time. Two players on his team. Pretty creative, I have to say. Um, You guys' thoughts. Like it, hate it. Don't care much about it.
1: I love it. And we could use some more cheesy potatoes for next year, Rob. Can never get enough. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think this is pretty solid. I got to hand it to him. Creative. Kind of just checks all the boxes.
2: Yeah, Brad Brad nailed it on the head. I, um, you know, I think he it's a good name. He brought in the cheese and potatoes, which are great. The original. I give it a 10 out of 10.
0: Awesome. Love it. Everyone else who uh, doesn't rename their teams, that's fine. You can do that. Everyone else who does rename their teams and haven't done it yet, get on it. Uh, especially Wes, because you have Paul in your name. And whenever I look at teams, I always confuse your team with Paul's team. Can we just say, can we change it? I mean, let's make things less confusing. Let's make it easier to trade. You like to trade. Let's make it easier on the people. Pick a new team name. Uh, But guys, this has been great. Looking forward to all these awesome teams. Going into the season 11 of the Send It League, We're going to have three season predictions. Uh, Let's do a round robin. Each of us will have one prediction, um, and we'll do it three or more times. All right. First for myself, my season uh, prediction for this year, 2021, my first one is Eric is going to make the playoffs for the fifth time in his 11-year career. Brad, do you have thoughts or do you want to go on to yours? It's up to you.
1: You know what? Mine directly contradicts that. I guess they could go hand in hand, but I have to say, I guarantee this year, the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, the Lamb of God year, the Lamb of Goat year, Eric will not win the title, and you can take that to the bank.
0: Wow. Okay, I love it, Paul. What is your first prediction for this year?
1: Uh, My first prediction
2: uh, is that I will win the my very first Senate title after being in the league. I think for all the years, eleven years, uh, I will win it, and I will hold that trophy up over my head, and I will kiss it, and I will treat it right, unlike a lot of the other previous champs.
0: Oh damn! Okay, we'll just make sure to get it cleaned after that.
1: My oh, you're you're, you're definitely going to want to get that trophy cleaned.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Brad was I, doing I, some I, very very nasty things well, to it. But you know,
1: yeah, well, it's you're, you're, there's not enough bleach in this world for that stuff. <laughs> so, anyway.
0: All right, guys. My second prediction for this season is Paul will waste all 400 of his WAB reaching for players that don't work out. Paul, sorry to say it, but uh, WAB is a double-edged sword and sometimes you stab yourself with it.
2: Uh, I disagree. I I think this year I'm going to be really careful with my WAB. I'm going to take it uh, really seriously, and I disagree with that statement.
0: You're allowed to disagree as much as you want. Uh, Brad, what is your next prediction for this season?
1: You know, mine ties in directly with that. I got you as the Wab King this year, Lucian. I think you're going to do it. I know you've studied long and hard, but I just think this is your season to do it. The Wab King, Lucian.
0: Well, people do say I'm long and hard all the time, and I will accept your kingship. Thank you very much, sir. Paul, what is your second prediction for the season?
2: I think, I don't know who, I don't know who, but I think... We will. Someone will quit the league midseason. I don't know who. I don't know why. But something's telling me that that someone's not going to like the way their team direction's going, and they're going to quit midseason over maybe a trade that someone does, over maybe something that happens to their team. But I think that's going to happen, and I and I've seen it in my dreams.
1: You know, Paul. Sources close to someone who's close to a source says there might be some truth to that.
0: Well, i hate to see that. I don't want any paper-handed bitches in this league. But uh, if Paul said it's going to happen, then it might happen. All right, our last predictions each for the 2021 Send It season. I will start it. And like Paul taking his lead, I am going to win my first title this year. This is not a jinx. This is not a curse. I'm just stating facts. This is my year. I'm putting everything I have into this. Uh, Brad, what is your last and final prediction for the Send It All or for the send it 2021 season,
1: you know it. Obviously, it's all about the podcast. Um, the league just just kind of provides content. It's as everybody knows, everybody's playing just to amuse us, so we can talk on this. And you know, kind of bearing that in mind, I think Jason's finally going to join the podcast as a guest. You know, he's kind of that 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 whale that we've been trying to hunt down. Um, you know, just call me Captain Ahab. I'm I'm just looking to get that whale. You know, he's kind of our Moby Dick. Let's get Jason on the podcast. Make it happen, people.
0: All right, Paul, what about you? Your final prediction?
1: I
2: think my final prediction is that uh, this podcast will be bigger and better than ever this year with you guys, with two of you at the helm. I know Brad took a year off the year before last. So when he came back last year, it was like Jordan in that first year where Jordan... You know, he lost in the playoffs to the Orlando Magic, but then he worked double time in the offseason. So now Brad's in his second year back in, in the swing of things. I think this podcast is going to be bigger and better than ever. And I'm glad to see you guys too back at the helm. And uh, I can't wait to see I can't wait to see how many views and hits and how big this can go this season. So thanks for coming back and making this podcast, boys.
0: Well, we do it for the fans, Um, and I think that's something we can all agree on. This podcast is the best podcast in the galaxy, according to the Send It All Wikipedia page. All right, guys, this is the end of the podcast tonight. I want to thank my guests, co-host Brad Stone and special guest Paul McGovern. But before we leave, is there anything you'd like to say to the the league members uh, before we sign off? Brad,
1: last parting words. All right, boys. Send a twenty twenty one season. Here we go. I'm cannot be more pumped. Let's break this thing down. Paul, what do you have to say? All I gotta say is
2: this year I'm taking it to the next level. There were previous years where you know I may have said that, and I may you may have heard me say things like that, but I have never been as focused as this year, and I think it's going to be a great season, but an even greater season for the Chupacabras my team and uh, everyone associated with my franchise and my team. So uh, if you're on board with the Chupacabras, you're on board with me. If you're not, kick it to the curb, go on and, you know, go next door and find something else to do. Cause if you're not on Chupacabra's team, I don't know who you're with. Well Well put
0: Paul. Well put. All right, guys, this is the end of the podcast. I just want to say, I wish you all the worst of luck this season. You're going down. Um, And to my guests, thank you for being on. And as always, what do we say? We hate hate you. you all. We hate you all. All right. Good night.